the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Group. Portions of this hour have been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. Neighbors and neighbor, grind before you shine. Don't shine before you grind. He's saying, get your business right. Get yourself together. Then buy your house. Nothing worse than being house poor. Go to a big old house, no furniture. Where the furniture at? <laughs> sitting, on, sitting on patio furniture in the living room. But we balling. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something But ignore my instruction. Sin crouches at whose door? Its desire is to overpower you, but you must what? And if you don't master it, it's going to master God is telling them from the beginning, this is not something you want to open up to. Let's go to Timothy. And I'm going to give you my cleaves. First Timothy 6.10. But, but if only money these leaders are after, they will self-destruct in no time. Lust for money brings trouble, nothing but trouble. Going down that path, some lose their footing in their faith completely and live to regret it bitterly after. What are you saying? God has no problem with you having money. God has no problem with you having stuff. The problem is when stuff has you. I met a man five months ago or so. And they, they came to the church and God told me to, to give them a, a large gift. And my flesh said no. Anybody flesh talk to you like that? But God kept talking to me. I said, okay, Lord, I know your voice. When God talks to me about giving, he just gnaws on me. I don't feel comfortable. I know I'm not doing right. So, by the way, I tell you this to tell you that if you ever have to give a big seed, it's usually some struggling going on. Because your flesh going to fight you the whole way. Just, just let, your flesh going to fight you. But, by God's grace, God showed me how it all worked out. And then I got a praise report and how, how, how a ministry was started with it. I said, man, I didn't know, Lord. He said, I wasn't trying to let you know. I just want to see whether you're going to obey me. God will test your heart to see where your heart lies. Oh, why? Because see, that's the only way to see where you're at. 
All right, let me close. Five things. Five things you got to master. Five things that you got to master. Number one, you got to master a budget. Oh, yes, it's January. I'm going to deal with you. You got to get yourself in order. This is Luke 14, 28. Luke 14, 28 says this. But don't begin until you first, what? Count the cost. For who would begin to construct a building without first calculating the cost to see if there's enough money to finish? Look at them and say, neighbor, count the cost. Otherwise, you might complete only the foundation before you run out of money. And then everyone will laugh at you. They would say, this person here started a building and couldn't afford to finish it. Everyone say, neighbor, do you got your budget? Oh, Lord. Number two. You got to master where your money goes. Once you get a budget, now you got to see where my money's going. Look what it says. This, I love this scripture, by the way. Prepare your work outside and get it ready for yourself in the field. Afterward, build your house and establish your home. This is so good. He's saying make sure your business and your money's right before you start living like you got it. Anybody see somebody try to ball? But they broke. Neighbors and neighbor, grind before you shine. Don't shine before you grind. He's saying, get your business right. Get yourself together. Then buy your house. Nothing worse than being house poor. Go to a big old house, no furniture. Where the furniture at? <laughs> sitting, on, sitting on patio furniture in the living room. But we balling. Always on E in a gas tank. Always. Number three. Master giving. What did I say? You cannot play with this. Your flesh never wants to give. Your flesh will always say no to giving. God says, pay for something, I don't want to do it. God says, you know what, why don't you give her that shirt? I don't want to do it. Your flesh is going to fight every chance you get to give. So you have to dominate this area of your life. What did I say? You got to dominate it. Because we don't like to give. Look what it says here. On the first day of what? You should, you should each put aside a portion of money that you've earned. Don't wait until I have to get there to try to collect it. Now, let me clarify. You don't have to tithe or give anything in today's gospel. Look at that big guy quiet. The old covenant said you had to tithe. That's the law. You're under grace now. And God says, I want you to choose from your heart how to give. So feel no guilt or shame. It's between you and God what you give. But he says, your gift is a reflection of how you feel about me. So I'm not going to force you, beg you or plead with nothing. Because see, your seed takes care of your need. And you'll get a harvest on what you do. So you have to make a decision for yourself. Look what the message Bible says. Every Sunday, you see this, it's in the Bible, look it for yourself. Every Sunday, each of you Make an offering and put it in the safekeeping. Be generous as you can so when I get there and I'm ready, you won't have to make a special offer. 
Wouldn't it be amazing if God came back today and God said, where my offering at? You'd be really sensitive that day. Look at, um, thank you. Let's read this, church. Let each one give thoughtfully and with purpose, just as he's decided in his what? Not grudgingly or out of compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver and delights in those whose heart is in their gift. Nothing worse than someone giving you something they don't want to give you. Jesus. Anybody say, you know what? Hey, man, can I hold $5? Here. You don't want that, do you? Because it's how you did it. Amen? So you get kind of frustrated. Brian, you can pick it up for me, Brian. Your eyes got lit up on that. You give it to me in the back, Brian. I... My pocket might start lagging. That ain't no five. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You got to keep him close. All right. <laughs> Number four, you got a master savings. What did I say? These are biblical blueprints you have to get control over. You're not going to do it by accident. You don't accidentally save. Am I, do I got any witnesses? You don't accidentally save. You have to make some choices. Now, look at this Bible. This is going to bless you right here. Then Pharaoh should appoint supervisors over the land and let them collect one-fifth. How much percent is one-fifth, y'all? 20%, y'all, 20%. Jesus, y'all, y'all scaring me now. One-fifth now, one-fifth. That's 20%. Look at the name, said 20%. He's not saying to give. He's saying to save 20%. So break it down. Imagine you got to the place in your walk you gave 10, you saved 20, you pay the tax man, and you live on the rest. Where would you be if you saved 20% of your money right now? You could drive what you want to drive. You could live where you... This is a biblical blueprint for a successful life. Look what it says. Now, let's read this. Collect one-fifth one of all crops during the seven-year good years. During the what? Question, how many good years have we been out of a recession now, y'all? Oh, I'm trying to help you, please, because it's going to be some bad years. So while it's good, you should be what? Because when it hit again, and let me help you, it will hit again. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come to you today and discuss all the amazing things that God is growing. My latest book, Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched, and I can't wait for you to get it in your hands. In this book, I share my journey on the power of prayer. I talk about how it became known as the prayer guy. I speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer, 10 conditions for answered prayer, five benefits of daily prayer, Hannah's five keys to her prayer success, Hezekiah's seven-step prayer model, and the sevenfold ways 
to pray to get answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JomoCousins.com. Again, JomoCousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor Jomo. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. And when it hit again, you should be what? You should be buying up property. That's what I'm doing. I'm stacking. So when it hit again, I'm buying. Wisdom. Amen? So sometimes you may have to wait. Because right now the market's hot. Wait. And then, this is what you do when I was in the NFL, y'all. During the season, players would buy bling and Rolexes and cars. And in the offseason, they would trade them in because they broke again. And that's when other people buy it. Because you have money during the season, but in the offseason, if you're not a multi-millionaire, they'll trade it back in at a loss. And you come swoop it in at a discount. Wisdom. I don't pay sticker for nothing. The washing machine broke yesterday, so I said, I want a new one. I said, let's go. Went to Famous Tate. <laughs> come on, y'all. Walked in the door. He said, well, we have this right here, but we have a scratching dent in the back. I said, let's go to the back. I said, because we have a, a cabinet where our wash and dry goes. So you're not going to see the back or the side. You're going to tear the side up. I don't care about that. Does it work? He said, he said well, we have the, uh, the 2020 model. It's brand new. I said, okay, cool. I said, what's the size? He said, it's 56 inches. I said, that ain't going to work. I said, you have last year's model? He said, yeah. I said, to God be the glory. He said, well, I can take off a little more. I said, take it off a little more. <laughs> now, I said, now I want a five-year warranty. Because if I'm going to buy a scratching dent, I'm going to get a long warranty. That's, it's going to be delivered on Wednesday. I said, just because you have money don't mean you have to spend money. Wisdom. People say, Pastor, you got a Tesla. I said, yes. I said, but when I called the man, the man said he'll take $17,000 off. I said, that's the Lord. That is the Lord. And I'm not going to fight with God. I'm going to receive. You could have nice stuff, but you don't have to pay for it. Louis Vuitton has discounts. I know they say they don't. But you just don't know the right person. 
there's family discounts. And I'm a part of the family. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, you can have nice things, but you don't have to pay sticker. Okay. Have them gather all the food for produce for seven years and just ahead and bring it to Pharaoh's storehouse. Store it away and guard it so there will be food in the cities. Okay. That way there will be enough to eat when the seven years of famine come in the land. Otherwise, the famine will destroy the land. He is saying, and this is Genesis, y'all. He's saying they're going to be good years and they're going to be what? A bad year shouldn't catch you off guard. Why? If you look at the stock market, it goes like this, y'all. So there is no shock that it's going to go down because whatever goes up must come. So don't get... Your lack of preparation should not be someone's emergency. I had to learn this the hard way. I've been through bankruptcy. I've been through foreclosure. They repoed my benzo. I'm not, I'm not talking about what I don't know. I'm talking about to cut the water off. And I had to go to my mama's house to take a bath. And after that experience, I told myself I will never be here again. I'll never be here again because it's humiliating as a grown man. So I said, so I made rules, cousin's family rules. I said, we'll never be here. And I started putting one month away, then two months, then three months, then a year, then two years, then three years. So I set myself up where it's really going to make money for a couple years. We good. But I, had, I started with one decision because guess what? When you're down to nothing, you get, you get real clear about what you want and what you don't want. And you have to make some decisions with your life. Because what I realized is people you think are going to help you. So you may not get another extra right now, but put it away. So Joseph says, I've saved enough money to last us seven years. Now, truth be told, every now and then the, the IRS will send you one of those social security numbers where they tell you how much money you've made over your lifetime. And you look at that number and say, oh my gosh, I didn't make that much. But if you multiply how much you've made over the last 20 or 30 years, and you multiply that number by 20%, you're a millionaire. You're a millionaire. Is this, the problem is you're a spended heir. Because you can't say the money hasn't touched your hands. It's what did you do with it? Look at them and say, neighbor, is he telling the truth? When you really look at how much money you've had over the last 20 years and you pile that up and you say 20% of that was savings and you multiply that by the interest you would have got just letting it sit. I, I, listen, I'm trying to help you now. And lastly, you got a master leaving a legacy. I'm saying it now because there's no funeral I've done in a little bit. And praise the Lord. I said, the last time I said this, someone got offended. I said, you talking about us. No, no, I ain't talking about you. All I'm saying is this. I do not like going to broke funerals. I don't know if you've ever been to one, but when I buried my mother, there was a big argument, and everyone's arguing about who's going to pay for this. My mother has seven sisters and a brother, so everyone thought they were going to pitch in. They got in the room. Some lady I don't know started talking. I let her talk. Because, you know, I'm the youngest. So I let her talk. It's my mother, but they the older statement. So I let them talk. 
and we can't do it, we can't do it. And then they said, of course we can, there's nine of us, we can't put together. And I said, listen, I appreciate you coming to help, I don't know your name, but I'll pay for it. Who are you? I'm her son. I said, we ain't gotta argue, I know my aunts, they came a long way, they put all their money just to get here, I take care of it. There's gonna be no argument, there's gonna be peace, I'll pay for the food, we all good. Let's, just, let's call it a day, no more talking. And I said, because I prepared for this. And guess one thing, there's certain things in life you know gonna happen. Death gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Certain things you know gonna happen. So pastor, how do you prepare? This is how you prepare. Life insurance, man. Life, this ain't deep. A life insurance policy, I got one 15 years ago, was half a million dollars. It was 20 bucks a month, man. There's no excuse for you to be an adult and not have insurance. And if you have kids, you should get slapped. No, if you have a child and you don't have some insurance, you, you are. Pastor, you hurt my, I want to hurt your feelings. I want you to get right. I want you to have a budget. I want you to identify where your money goes. Because the Bible says that you should be a steward. You are responsible. Nobody can manage you better than you. And if you don't manage you, who going to do it? And I'm telling you this word in January so you can look at yourself and say, self, I may not need another purse. I may not need new shoes. I'm not saying you can't have it. I'm saying before you do that, do you have life insurance? Do you have burial insurance? And I'm not selling no policies today, by the way. <coughs> I just want you to be a good steward. Because one thing we know, these things are going to happen. The last time I went, four years ago, no, five now, five years ago, I was diagnosed with stage three colon cancer. And I went through chemotherapy. They had to take out some of my intestines. And it was a rough time. And after I came through that cancer, I got the biggest insurance policy I could. Because once I got healthy, because see, when you're sick, you can't get insurance. So while you got good health, get you a policy. And I got the biggest, my policy more than my mortgage. But when, if I go home, my kids are going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to sakusa. My daddy loved me. Why? I thought about him. I thought about him. And you own your money. What you do with it is on. I close with this. I don't want to feel like you're being beat. I just want you to hear me. You hear me? Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Uh, a man was showing his property. He says, on, on the north side, I got horses. On the south side, I got a lake. On the east side, I got my tree farm. Over here, I got my animal farm. It's awesome. They said, the man said, this is beautiful what you have here. He says, but what do you have up there? I see all the stuff you have down here, but what do you have up there? The Bible says, store your treasures in heaven. Because guess what? That's where you're going to end up being for the rest of your life. I read a story. He said, you know what? Five minutes after you die, 
you question the choices you made. Because once you're in heaven, you're like, oh, snap. <laughs> because you're going to be in that spot for eternity. So what have you prepared for heaven? Because you're going to be there forever if you make it. But while you're here, store up. And it's not just money. Your time, your talent, your being. What are you doing for the kingdom? That's where you're building your stock. Because the U.S. currency means nothing in heaven. It has no value. Store up your treasures in heaven. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio.